0: Stories. Real stories. From real midwives.
1: This is Head on View.
0: Day, day, day in the life. <laughs> <laughs> she said, What? These are our stories. Welcome to another episode of Head on View. I'm Carly. I'm Laura. And I'm Penny. So today we're just going to have a little bit of a light-hearted chat. So you know those times when you're out meeting people, just wherever, I mean when you're allowed out, and you people are like, ah, oh, what do you do? Your job is sort of, represents part of your life or whatever, and you go, oh, I'm a midwife. People are all, like they've got no idea what a midwife is, or they're just, ah, oh, so you like work with babies?" you know, they know what it is, they sort of think they do or you meet those moms who are like, oh, my God, I love midwives. Oh, my God, that must be such a rewarding job. Oh, my God, you must love it.
2: <laughs> and then like they that. proceed to tell you about their birth history. <laughs> and I had
1: the worst midwife ever. And she did this. I'm like, relax. It wasn't me. Yeah, they start to tell you their birth story. Mm-hmm. The thing that you shouldn't do as a midwife is wear your name badge in a supermarket
0: because then people would like know your name.
1: And you're like going from work and sometimes I'll like take off my hospital badge, but I'll leave my name badge on because I've just, I forgot that it's on. People will be like, oh, hi, Laura. They'll like say my name. And then I had a woman once when I was in one of the aisles and she must've saw my badge. She's like, oh my God, you're a midwife. Where are you a midwife? I was like, oh, and just a public hospital. She's like, oh, I loved my midwife in labour. She was so amazing. And I'm, I'm doing my supermarket shopping after work. And I, I let her talk a little. And I was like, oh, look, I really have to go. Sounds like you had a great labour, really great midwife.
0: Well, maybe they're just trying to show this appreciation because as healthcare workers, we are underappreciated a lot. I've met a few ladies in bars in the toilet. Ta- you know, just when you talk to like, random people in the toilet in bars and stuff. And then they'd be like, oh my God, you're a midwife. And, you know, and it's other, you know, it's mums who've had kids. And then that's always quite fun. And I've only had good sort of interactions then when they're just like, what a wonderful, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Oh, my midwife was so great. Right, you know, and they tell you all these stories. I met a
2: student midwife in the bathroom at Retro.
0: Oh, did you?
2: Yes. <laughs> I know what happened. I was going into the bar. Shout and out I was to quite, retro. I was quite tipsy. Or tipsy. I'm having a big night out because I've got, you know, placement on my under. Of course I go, oh, placement. What do you do? Oh, I'm a midwife. Oh, me too. Where do you work? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I'm going there. Probably next year. And I'm like, oh, well, if you see me, call her out. don't remember <laughs> what she looks like now. So,
1: so when you guys went to uni. Yeah. And you signed up to be a midwife right what did you think it meant to be a midwife
0: I think if we circle back to episode one I didn't have much of a clue (laughs) all I was you know like before you'd actually done any classes any anything I was just thinking yeah you know I could work with babies I don't mind babies like they're not annoying I could do that I just really didn't didn't know because I guess if you've never had a baby or been I just because you know like my mom is a nurse you know my sisters had babies and stuff but I never really kind of got involved in that sort of med you know that side because I just honestly it wasn't for me I was like oh no this is not for me I'm like into arts and stuff I'm not into science yeah
1: when I signed up I signed up because I wanted to give women a voice
0: that's very noble Laura
1: yeah I know right (laughs) I've got to be noble in some way right but I signed up because of that because I felt like with my second pregnancy I had to fight so fucking hard for someone just to listen to me I was like this is ridiculous um and then I was slightly sort of horrified that I found out I would have to help bring babies into the world I was like ew really I don't want to do that
0: so when you were having um your babies and they were like, Oh, you meet with the midwife Are you just like, Oh cool you straight away knew what a midwife was and did? Because because my mother said to me, like, oh, you should be meeting
1: with the midwives and midwives are the ones that look after you and help you have normal births. Like my mother was someone who grew up, you know, in the fifties and the sixties, had me in the seventies and back then a doctor would just come in from their golf game and deliver the baby
0: but well you were born in america right a bit of like a different sort of it's a bit different over there like their health system and yeah the midwives and stuff are very are like different in hospitals they just sort of have like labor and delivery nurses they don't yeah. really have midwives yeah my mother maybe came across a couple that
1: were nurses but really changed her perception of how to parent which is the impression she gave me which when I decided to become a midwife, my mother was like, oh, yeah, awesome. You'd be great at that. You, you like supporting people and helping people, which is why I became a midwife. And my first placement in birth suite, I was like,
0: oh, this is horrible. I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. I love that your family was so supportive. I'm pretty sure when I told my family, they were like, what? Is, are you sure and then when my family told my extended family they were like is that a joke if i were to have another baby
1: which i'm not going to so don't get excited ladies because um, the shop is shut i'd fucking hands down would love you in birth suite with me Aww. hands yeah. down you would be amazing and then i would have penny as my maternal child help nurse I don't know who is in the middle there. (laughs) Some (laughs) of my guest speakers maybe. But like I wish I had had someone like you Carly in my
0: labors. I wish I had had someone like fun and upfront. And And a bit relaxed and someone who's not going to be like oh sorry I just broke your waters. Whoops. I had a first year student with me today in clinic and she's like I'm so excited.
1: And I was like awesome you get to do blood pressures. You need to learn the basics, and blood pressures are the basic. And she's like, oh. And I was like, but you're going to do all the tummy, you're going to do all the palps, you know, all the abdo palps. I want you to tell me what you can feel. There's no wrong answers. She's like,
0: okay. So I just like going off topic a little here, but I remember like very, very first placement back in first year and essentially all you had to do, it was in like a rehab centre – all you really had to do was you were sort of general dog's body and do blood pressures. And one of your, like, final assessments was take the, take a blood pressure. And I just remember I had no clue. I was like, what is this? I don't know. Like, I was just like, I don't know what I'm listening to. I can't even really hear it. And I did it. And I was just like, oh, 110 over 70? Because I was like, that's, like, standard blood pressure? And he says, I was like, yeah, right.
2: I, I slotted straight into second year, well, of nursing slash and i had no idea what a blood how to check a blood pressure and i did this blood pressure and i was like oh yeah did the same as carly sure it's, i have no idea what i'm listening to I actually went and brought you know how to check a blood pressure cd so I actually had the noises. i love it and i still had no freaking clue and i was like i think i came home to my ex at the time was like i'm never going to be an earth i can't do i can't do a blood pressure and then I went up to one of the other educators like two weeks later and was like, look, I don't know how to do blood pressure. And she's like, okay, put the cuff on. This is where the stack comes in. This is what you hear. What's my blood pressure? And I did it. I'm like, oh, is that it? She's like, yeah, that's it.
1: In terms of blood pressures and basic primary health care, like blood pressures, bloods, respiratory rates, like just this basic thing that we're supposed to know how to do, And we do know how to do it. And as midwives, we're supposed to know how to do these things and be comfortable doing them. But when you're learning, when you first start out and you have this glorious idea that you're going to be delivering babies and everything's going to be, people are going to be crying, they're going to name the baby after you, and you can get presents, and there's all this beautiful stuff that happens. Sometimes you really just need to know how to do a blood pressure. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's sort of like any job, I guess. Like there's all like the fun, glorious parts of it, but then you have to be able to do the basics and the nitty-gritty. Um, Have you guys ever had any negative reactions to to you? Like if someone said, oh, what are you doing? You're like, I'm a midwife. Has anyone ever been like?
1: I've had people, maybe because I've got kids and I'm around mothers more. So I've had a lot of birth experiences and things told to me, which is fine. And I, I, like, I understand that it's are they're, they're telling me because they know that I understand, but I've, I've had one person say to me once, I, I fucking hated my midwives. I hated them all. Like no one helped me.
0: Oh, and that's actually really sad. That's really sad. <laughs> really sad because we were sort of in a public setting at the time. And I was like, Oh, um, But this wasn't a patient that said that. This was just like someone you know. Oh, this is just like a school friend. Sort of like an acquaintance, yeah. Yeah, and I just,
1: at the time, I was in the middle of my study and I thought, wow, I was like, oh, you know, why why did you not like anyone? She's like, no one connected with me. I didn't feel like anyone could hear me. And I was like, okay, all right. And she's like, next time I would go with a doctor all the way because at least the doctor's going to listen to you. And I was like, hmm.
0: I sort of get that though because if you are going to a private hospital with a private doctor, you do you see you see that you see that doctor like just that doctor, and you know that you're you're going to have that same doctor, that same face who is all over your care. Whereas if you're going into a public system, unless you're lucky enough, because not all public systems do like caseload and the ones that do do caseload, some of them have quite strict criteria. So you're coming in and you're there for such a short time. You're seeing different people every time. I get it. It is it is hard to have a feel like you've had a relationship with any of these people.
1: And you need that continuity of care. I think most women do need it. But I think some women are okay with seeing someone different
0: yeah. every now
1: and then. Like I think some women are just okay with it. They just roll with it but I think it affects some people so much that they sort of base it on all like, how can you work where you don't know any of your patients? Like, that's ridiculous. I've had that said to me before in clinic, like, but you see different people all the time. Isn't it hard that you, you don't know who you're seeing next? And I'm like, well, that's part of my job. I have to look up your notes.
0: Yeah. You just adapt and you deal with it's it. Nice yeah. actually. Yeah. It's a bit of a blank
2: slate. It's kind of nice that you, like it's great to have continuity care, don't get me wrong, because certain types of individuals want that. But when you don't know and you just read, you're like, okay, I've you don't have any preformed opinion, no one's going, Oh, on these patients are pain in the ass. You're able to go yeah. in and go, Hi, I'm blah blah blah, you know, and if they've got a pre they might have a preconceived notion that their previous Mm. midwife they didn't like
0: it is funny actually um talking about that preconceived notion because that happened to me recently where someone said another staff member said to me oh this person's getting admitted that you know they'll re-admit whatever and then she was like oh i'll just pre-warn you like she's really rude and i was like oh (laughs) thanks like that's like not making me feel great and i I'm kind of one of those people as well that like rudeness, oh, I just, I don't care who you are. Like, you don't be rude to anyone. How's it going to help you at all? Anyway, this woman comes in and she was so nice. She was so nice. I was just like, this <laughs> just like not being rude. and even give off a rude fight. nothing. Whereas maybe you would have told someone that she was rude and then that, person would have been like oh she's gonna be rude i'm gonna be really offhand with you know like it could have changed how your someone on the board. was i've had it said to
1: me oh the last three shifts everyone has had a gutful of this person she is so rude she's so mean um she's constantly demanding things and this this and this and
0: then i go and say hello and I've,
1: i'm like you carly i'm like it's the same person they're talking about
0: you have to kind of wonder if that patient, is then one of the women who's like, oh, my God, my midwives were so awful. They were, I didn't connect with any of them. They didn't help me. I hated them. <laughs> You're Maybe, like, oh, it's yeah. us. It's not them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I also I go know. in and k- kill them with kindness. Not that I'm not kind to everyone. He's going, hi, I'm Penny. Just go there and just be my normal self, obviously. Well, they can't be yeah. mean. No one
1: yeah. can it's really hard to treat someone in a mean way if they're being like genuinely nice to you. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Yeah. you know, and it makes you think, like I've had people say to me, you know, after they've had one or two midwives that they haven't really got along with. And they're like, oh, so nice. You're so nice. You're so nice. And I'm like, I know the midwives that came before me and I think they're nice too. So I'm wondering what it is about them. And then they, I also get, your job must be so difficult. It's such an amazing job that you do. But the midwife before you, she wasn't that great. (laughs) Like in the same sentence. (laughs) So it sort of makes me think, is it just, like, is our job revered because it's, we're bringing new life into the world or we're helping moms with?
0: I think it's part of the the health. Kind of, if anyone says, you know, I'm, a, you know, a midwife, a nurse, a doctor, a firefighter, like all those kind of jobs, maybe except police because, I don't know, I have a great admiration for the police, for the shit they have to put up with. I don't think I could ever do that job. But a lot of people are like, oh, you're you know what I mean? Like maybe they don't quite see them in the same way as, you know, the jobs that are perceived as a sort of like help people. Or you know care for other people. Yeah, maybe
1: I've I've had it said in the same breath to me that our jobs are amazing and you guys are all amazing, but I really didn't like my night nurse. She was horrible.
0: That's why she works nights because she doesn't like people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it also
2: depends on this like this this situation. I mean, I can have patient A, and you probably can't get the baby to latch and. You know, I, you do your best you can and the baby's True. just not ready to latch and then you can't. But then the next girl comes on, baby wakes up, latches, and it's kind of perceived that even though the first person tried really hard, the second person did it, So the second person is obviously going to.
0: Is there like the great midwife? Yeah. More
2: favourable because they did it and like, oh, well, she tried and she didn't get it, but then you tried and you got it. So you're, you're the better one.
1: Yeah. And maybe you've come on after four days off, and she's at the end of a six day straight. That's she the can, difference yeah. between someone who gives a shit and someone who doesn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but. <laughs> If you've worked six days in a row, you're sort of like, get me out of here.
0: I know. So what about when you met your husband, Laura, and told him you were a midwife? Was he, did he know what that job was? Like, was he like, oh, yeah. Funny story, because I met my husband on Tinder. Did you have on your profile midwife? I wrote it on my
1: profile midwife. I was going to write nurse, because I thought, well,
0: I mean... She's not a nurse, people listening. I'm not, that? I'm not a nurse. She's just a midwife. I'm not even a registered
1: nurse. I'm like, oh, that's sort
0: of lying. I'm just going to
1: write midwife. Um, when he messaged me, one of the first conversations we had was, he's like, so you're a nurse? And I was like, no, I'm not a nurse. I'm anything but a nurse.
0: Hang on. So even though you had midwife on your profile, he still said you're a nurse. Yeah. Because his ex is a nurse.
1: Okay. And he's like, I don't take nurses. I said, Well, I'm not a nurse. I'm a midwife. And he's like, What does that mean?
0: <laughs> ah, so he didn't really know what it was. Okay.
1: Who is like medically trained, as in he has a medical background and she has a kid of his own. And I was like, he doesn't know what, I mean. what, what is he talking about? He's like, What? You're So you're just a midwife? Like only a midwife? Oh. I'm like, Only a midwife. I said, I did a degree in midwifery. I never studied nursing.
0: One of the times when it's like, Oh, you're just a midwife is not meant in that sort of derogatory <laughs> way. Because he didn't think the two were Oh, that you could ju- that you could be separate, that you could be yeah. a midwife like without being a nurse. He enough. didn't know
1: yeah. He was like, Oh, you if you're a midwife you have to be a nurse. Like it you know, the nurses comes first. And I said to him, no, 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 i like, you can just do straight midwifery. And that's what I am. And he's like, oh, okay. And when I explained to him what midwives do and why I became a midwife, he was like, that sounds amazing. That sounds nothing like a nurse. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay. It, his perception was that a nurse and a midwife are one thing. And yeah. it has to be one thing. Cause he's maybe only ever come across nurse midwives before. or just nurses that want to become midwives. And he's just made the assumption that you have to be one before the other. And then when he met me, he's like, oh, I would have swiped. Right. Or, you know, the other way. The way that you don't, the the rejecting way. The wrong way. Had it said nurse. He's like, because it said midwife, he hesitated. I was like, boom. (laughs) And now we're married. So I
0: love that. And he was the first person on Tinder that you met is that right? You hadn't you hadn't like met anyone or dated anyone else on Tinder. He was like your first like. He was my first up.
1: Tinder match, and yeah. I was forced onto that app by someone else in midwifery. One of the girls, failed me up in the med room. She shall not be named. I don't know if she wants herself named. She said to me, "You've got to go on Tinder." And he's and she's like, "No, put yourself as a midwife." And I was like, "Yeah, but no one." Every time I, I'd always written midwife. No one knew what it was. Not one man was like, "What does that mean? What does midwife mean? What does that mean? Does that mean you like do home births?" <sighs> no, it does not mean I do home births. So, yeah, he was my first and only match on Tinder.
0: Put it, put it on your Tinder profile. You heard it here first. <laughs> and what about you, Pam? Were you already a midwife when you met your hubby to be? Oh, hubby to be could be that.
2: Could be ages Um. I was, soon, Katie, I soon. was, I was nursing and, um, my lovely fiance had like had previous housemates that were nurses. So he always wanted to date a nurse because apparently we're so loving and caring and also like to have a bit of a drink. So and then I said, oh, like direct convo because we met while well, I was sort of in the process. I said,
0: oh, I'm changing my career. I'm starting to do free. So you guys met online dating as well. Yes, we were yeah. the eHarmony success. Did you have in your profile that you were a nurse? I did.
2: I said I was a, a shift worker and a nurse, um, and it was only when we really started talking. I said, oh, "I'm going to apply back to study midwifery," and he was like, "Oh, you know, cool. What's that?" And when I was studying, he was really into helping me, like he got like all my continuity of cares and
1: when um he does know he's like a pseudo midwife he's a pseudo midwife it's really kind of cute actually
2: (laughs) like we used to watch call the midwife together he's like oh that's when they they listen and then that's when the heartbeat is low and that's bad i'm like sweet. i love it (laughs) he used um when i was studying when i used to be in birth weight and you know trying to figure out the position of the head like i printed off like all these bits of paper that showed the different positions of like op can't even remember
0: L A <laughs> T L A P there's a whole lot of acronyms we could throw out and, and now we're just to... like we want to know it's
2: a head that's all we want to know. and i'm like i really don't get this and he used to put the piece of paper like with the head and the fake legs between his legs and go oh, which you know what does this look like coming out to you which <laughs> is this and i'm like oh i think it's he's like no it's this position
0: and be, oh my god that's brilliant it's kind of funny but in real life when the hair it's coming out you really can't you know what I mean it's not like those lines in the drawing are yeah. super clear on the head and you're like oh
1: excellent that's the way you're facing and, and um, normally they're covered in so much hair you're like yeah. what's going on
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, he's been really supportive and he's amazing he always yeah all through my career so he always likes to talk to my movies. midwife friends, you guys, because he thinks he knows stuff. So he's like, Oh, I'm gonna be cool. He does, he gets the in on the combo. combo.
1: He does get in on the combo. He'll be like, Oh Laura, what gravita parody was she? He's gonna <laughs> no, like, he really... do that. He's not He that. does, he gets into it. He gets into it. He gets he's part of the conversation, Benny. He does it gravita parody, man. <laughs> yeah, but he gets into it, Ken. He gets into it. He he's like a pseudo
2: midwife. Yeah, I don't
1: the good what <laughs> yeah. I had a conversation I had a conversation with him in the car once. like a whole midwifery conversation with him in the car once. yeah I think that was alcohol
2: related too so anyway Probably. Carly what <laughs> about <are> you
0: your <laughs> hubby yeah but I met him like a hundred years ago before I became a midwife and had yeah, no clue so he did so he didn't you know, at know at all like he didn't um but when I decided to go study – actually, I can't even recall if he knew what a midwife was. Um, but I think he was just like – he's just more like the type He's like, oh, you do whatever wants to make you happy. Like, you know, you're clearly not happy doing what you're doing. So, just, you know, go and do stuff. I think he was more concerned about the fact that um, I wouldn't be earning really much money for four years. <laughs> and and we just, would just bought a house it's probably like prime time to quit your job and go back to uh go back to university <laughs>
1: yeah isn't it yeah.
0: interesting like
1: most of our partners didn't know oh i don't even think my family really oh my mother knew what a midwife was most yeah. definitely um i don't think i think my father was just like okay whatever my sister definitely wasn't sure um, she knew because she'd had a baby but she still wasn't sure why I would want to do that with my life but I think most of my friends were just could not believe that I was going back to study
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know it's funny isn't it like a lot of my friends were just like when I you know because you do the little Facebook announcement to let everyone know you've made this big like life decision and yeah, and everyone was very support. I mean, they are really, aren't they? Do you think anyone on Facebook is going to be like, what a joke, you're ruining your life? But everyone was very like, oh, it's crazy, and, you know, that's so cool. And a few people who'd had babies were like, oh, what a magical career, you know. And, look, like, it has had its magical moments, I guess. I'm not really sure magical is the right word. Um, But it's also had its, you know, very hard and crying in the corner moments.
1: I have an Instagram page that is... Um, dedicated to midwifery what it won't it won't be named because then I'll out myself but I created it because I feel like people think that midwifery is a fairy tale job gloriously bring babies into the world put them onto the mother's chest and everyone goes oh and then cut to commercials we have to learn about obstetric emergencies neonatal resuscitation resuscitation of the adult bleeding you know all these like High risk things that women can have. Like, there's so much more to midwifery. When I feel like people are like, that's such a magical job. We're portrayed as having a magical job, fairies and birds and pretty music. <laughs> really fucking hard job. <laughs>
2: I think some people think. I've had friends would be like, like a friend sort of husband was like, oh, how many babies do you deliver? And it's not about that. I think they just feel like. <laughs> We're free, we all just stand in birth suite, we deliver the baby, goes on the chest in our white little crisp uniform and it just goes out to this magical postnatal ward where the nurse is there and then we just kinda say goodbye,
0: farewell on your journey. I think something else as well is that I remember coming home, you know, after you know those when you've done those like awful like recesses and you're just like, Oh my god, I just need to like cry because it was so emotional and you've kind of kept everything in and you come home and you're just like oh my god like and you know and I try and talk my hubby through it and he's like wow he's like you saved a life and I'm like no I didn't like and he's like well they're alive aren't they and I'm like yes but I'm like it wasn't me like I was just one tiny part of this whole thing and he's like yeah but you were doing this you've saved that that baby's life. And I'm like, oh, okay, well maybe. <laughs> just a little bit. It sort of makes you go, Oh, just a little. But at the time you're just like, No, I didn't do that. Midwifery, when
1: it comes to neonatal recess, I feel like that's one of the things when you see a baby struggling and you need to like quickly, quickly do your job, you know, all your training comes back to you. And I've done a lot of neonatal recesses and Each time I've had the parents say this, like almost the same thing to me. Oh my God, you saved my baby's life. When it, I'm like you, Carly. It wasn't just me, 10 of us in the room, right? There was all sorts of people doing all sorts of little things, but you take one person out of the equation, it's probably not as as successful. So you were a part of that. So I, I almost feel like things like that are more rewarding. That sounds weird. My training in neonatal or obstetric emergencies is more rewarding than just normal birth yeah
0: because you feel like you've made a bigger difference Mm. even though normal birth's amazing don't get us wrong everyone (laughs) it is but a lot of the time you know these women they you know they they do like 98 percent of the work themselves even though afterwards they're like, oh, my God, thank you, you did so much. And I'm like, I literally did nothing. I just made sure you didn't tear yourself. Cool. I shouted at you, stop pushing. Stop it now. <laughs> I know you really want to, but don't. I know that's part of it. Um,
1: I had a woman say to me in clinic today, it was quite funny, because um, she needed an NCD shot because she's a negative blood group. And I came back and she's, she looked at everything in front of me. She, she said to me, so much paperwork involved in your job. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is work. nothing. This is just a few, like, it's just a few forms. She's like, yeah, but you have like two screens open. It. You keep saying, you like, look at me, I'm a multitasker. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, right. I forgot my glasses today in clinic. was, says, fuck, oh, so hard. Um, and I just, I was like, oh, well, this is part of the job. Like paperwork protocols, ticking boxes, making sure everything's filled in so the next person knows what went on is part of our job. She's like, oh, but it's fun being a midwife, right?
0: I'm like, yeah. Can't lie, there are are boring parts of the job because like every job there are, like when you've got to go through and check like a hundred trolleys that, you know, haven't been used, you still have to check them to make sure everything's there and in date. Like that's boring, you know, but you obviously know it's essential because if there's an emergency, you want to know you're going to open that drawer and everything in it is there for you to use. You don't want to open it and be like, there there's nothing in here so yeah
1: yeah it's definitely part of it and this patient in particular I think because she was a health professional herself I think in her job there's probably different types of paperwork but she's like this is this compared this is nothing compared I've, I've never seen someone have to do so much paperwork for one
0: for one little shot, shot yeah
1: it is a blood product so <laughs> I
0: mean <laughs> Well, it's funny, though, because if you work at other places, you know, every place has its own protocols. So I'm used to, obviously, I worked at the same hospital as you guys where you had to fill out a thousand forms to give an anti-D shot. And then you go somewhere else and you're like, oh, yeah, you just signed the drug chart. Oh, that's... What? What? <laughs> but it's a plus product. so, <laughs> so... You, know, you know what I mean? Like all these places have different <laughs> protocols. So... So you're just like, oh, okay, like, you know, and then where I'm working now, a lot of it's online. So, you know, I, I don't know, the old paper partogram does have its advantages because I still haven't mastered the online system and I find I still just write everything on a bit of paper and then be like, someone help me update this because I don't understand how it works. Probably because I haven't had orientation, Um, but yeah. <laughs> well, that was
2: like the the hospital that we heard about, that Gives i be on the ward.
1: See, this is the thing about midwifery. You think you've got it all sorted and then you go to a new, a new hospital or a new place and they do things so differently and everything you've been taught out the window.
0: You definitely do get used to the place you're working. You get used to looking at their protocols and how they do stuff and unless you kind of go off and do your own research, you just get, okay, well, this is the way it is. This is how it should be done. And then you go other place and you're like, oh, why'd you do that? Oh, okay. And then they, you know, talk to you about this and you're like, okay, well, that makes sense. Like, yeah. So maybe it's, I mean, and theoretically everyone should be working best practice and, you know, best evidence-based. But I guess it depends what evidence you're looking at and who's making these protocols to decide. Yeah. Which is, I
1: think, why, like in terms of being a midwife, you know when you first start out you think i'll just i'll get my grad year i'll fold the rules at the hospital i'm at i'll get through my grad year without crying every day (laughs) every other day or whatever it is that you do (laughs) to get through and then if you move hospitals um you have to do the same thing you have to go back and learn their protocols and learn how they do everything so part of that is our job. We have to adjust to our environment constantly, which I think, Carly, you've probably nailed.
0: I mean, you can you can be, like, autonomous to, to a certain level, but you still have to obviously work within your scope and work within your place you're working. Like, you still have to work within their policies and procedures. Like, I might think it's bullshit putting a CTG on a 27-weeker, but, like, if the place I'm working expects that and wants that done well I have to do that I can't just be like well no that why am I doing this I don't see the point in it because from everything I've learned it's I don't think you you learn that in
1: uni I feel like in uni like when you're studying to be a midwife you're like I'm going to be this amazing autonomous with woman
0: (laughs) and you do you get taught I feel in uni you sort of get taught what is the ultimate midwifery way. Do you know what I mean? Like you get taught all the things that it's kind of that traditional midwife, like without any interventions and how you should be looking after people. But in realistic real world, there's very few people that are kind of doing that private practice midwife where you can, you know, run by your own rules.
2: Yeah, true. You'd know that from being an L C Laura, that you know, no mum and baby are the same. No breast and nipples are the same and no baby's anatomy including their tongue is the same so
1: everything's different everything you know you i i would visit one person on the ward and then the next person has completely different anatomy different issues different reasons and it's you know when i became when i studied to become an lc I had more of an idea of what I was getting myself into than when I decided to become a midwife. <laughs> mm. I feel like with Elsie, it's a little bit more um, clear about the differences in the challenges where I think mid gets really not, is it sensationalized? Is that the word?
0: I think a lot of people, unless you're in the industry, wouldn't really know what an LC, like a lactation consultant. Most people, if you just said to someone on the street, I'm a lactation consultant, and they weren't a mum, like I don't think they'd know what that is. I'm a breastfeeding specialist.
2: (laughs) I'm a lactation consultant.
0: I'm the boob lady. (laughs) (laughs) But even lactation consultants, so I'm not, any sort of breastfeeding expert at all you know just your basic breastfeeding knowledge that you get with midwifery training but things like those lactation cookies from everything i've heard and read i'd always been kind of following along the belief they were a bit bullshit and didn't really do anything and yet the lactation consultants that i work with now they love them they're like oh they're great and i'm like they're bullshit they don't work and they're like yes they do what do you mean and this one you know they will give them the cookies the tea everything and they're like yeah they're so great we've done all these study days on them and Laura's laughing at me now what's your opinion? I think they're fucking
1: bullshit you might as well eat a Tim Tam
0: we might have an LC that
1: pipes up and says they've got this this and this and it and this is proven to increase milk supply and this has proven to increase milk supply but in terms of a normal breastfeeding relationship where the baby is going to the breast when it demands um, why do you need lactation cookies? But
0: if you've why? got someone who's got low supply, do you think there's if enough evidence? Supply, I'm not gonna recommend lactation if they want lactation cookies,
1: I'm gonna say to them, you eat those lactation cookies. Because ninety-nine percent of the time what the lactation cookies are doing is increasing endorphins and happiness and the anxiety's gone away. The placebo effect, placebo effect, placebo effect, placebo friend effect. You is something that is really strong with breastfeeding mothers if they've convinced themselves that the breastfeeding cookie is working fucking go for it eat a bucket eat a truckload of them i don't care
2: it's a cookie if there's it's a cookie c is for cookie that's good enough for me
1: and it's got some yeast in it and some other products and I always wonder, though,
0: do they taste disgusting? Because they have got that brewer's They're me. not
1: tasty. <laughs> like,
0: I don't know how much
1: goes into – I'd have to actually look into exactly what's in them. But unless there's, like, a huge amount of fenugreek in them, which we do know um, can increase your milk supply, which I wouldn't think tastes that nice, anxiety-inducing hormones like cortisol – block oxytocin and when you're stressed and you can't feed and everyone's like why can't you feed it's so easy I'm breastfeeding easy and you've got all these things in your head you sit down and have a cup of tea and five lactation cookies and your milk supply is great over the next week you can have the cookies you know it's not the worst thing in the world but I don't know if scientifically products that are within the cookies actually increase your milk supply
2: there you go there you go when i eventually do have kids we'll get together and have a lactation cookie party and fucking you know whatever go. i'll be
1: there i'll be drinking wine you'll be drinking tea and eating lactation
2: cookies it's all good <laughs> oh god you made me sound like an old lady my tea cookies i'm
0: done well thanks for listening to us uh, rant on and yeah talk yeah. a bit of bullshit love that So, you know the drill, people. Give us a follow, give us a like, head on View Podcast on Instagram, follow us on Spotify or your other podcasty platforms see how many more countries we can get oh, yeah okay. <laughs> we are currently streaming across seven countries love that anyway if there is anything you would like us to talk about or any questions you want us to answer just shoot us a message to our insta and we will do a episode or yeah <laughs> or talk about that stuff I'll get you on yes. like whatever <laughs> all right see you next time bye, bye. bye. bye.
1: Be sure to tune in next time for more laughs, thrills and real stories from real midwives on
0: Head On View. I didn't know it was still recording.